Okay, I think uh, at this moment we will open it up to the public. Anyone that has a public comment wants to say anything, please come up to the podium. Is, is there a uh, something to be signed up there, Donna? Yes. If you could just sign in. Please. Say your name, where you live, and... suggestion recommendation I would have is as that a pathway crosses Twining Bridge from the uh, eastern side of Newtown Meadows northeast side into the new community that maybe some traffic calming procedures can be put in place at the same time uh, because 
Newtown Meadows is down here, mm -hmm. and there is a uh, walkway, half mile horse path. So the continue continue it up, cut in through the community, mm -hmm. and come around 413. Either the sidewalk needs to be extended down Durham, south of Durham, to tie into Wrightstown, which is out here, and then all the way to Eagle Road, or send it through the community at the Covasac, come down and build a sidewalk down the proposed entrance, and at the light, cut across the Wrightstown Road, and then go on its merry way. Anything less than that, I, I, I think, would be unacceptable. Also, at the intersection of where the walking path um, butts up against to the new walking path in the community, maybe at that point there could be some traffic calming because that's a straight strip, and I know a lot of the kids, um, speed is an issue there. So maybe simultaneously doing that straight strip, uh, something can be done at that intersection. Those are the uh, two parts and um, things that I've heard from my community representing them. Other than that, the, um, you know, everything looks relatively good. We've met with, I've met with Paul numerous times, um, and my board has met with them on the phone and in person. And uh, the conceptual proposal looks, looks decent if they can address some issues. Thank you. While I'm here, there, there's actually on this deeded property, allegedly, or however, whoever's responsible for that, there's two blowout areas that, um, that blows out. One up here where the township's constantly working on it, and the drainage of the water comes through and then cuts along the road here, and it just fills all the sewers um, with, with soil and debris. And the other one is at this point at the second S. So when you're driving around, this area is a mess and this area is a mess. And usually township and township maintenance department, and I've been in touch with them, are out all the time with their, their loaders, their dump trucks, the street sweepers, and this is a major problem. So whoever's responsible, whether it be the community or the township, needs to do something with this area, whether build a berm or build something to capture and detour the water so this doesn't become a nightmare every time there's excessive rains. Thank you, Aaron. If we can get that included in it, would be a great help from the township standpoint, and the taxes and the expenses. Do the Toll Brothers want to address any of these issues? Or? No, I think it's best if I just collect them all okay. as they're going through the comments. Right. Very helpful. Okay. Thank you. Hi, uh, Ron Kazar. I live on 20 Bridge Road. Um, can I ask what toll intends to pay for this land if everything goes through? We're, we're not allowed to disclose that type of Okay, and the reason I ask, uh, well, I've been in Newtown for 38 years. 
And as uh, far back as I remember, the archdiocese has owned uh, that land uh, for decades. And as such, uh, there were no local taxes paid on any of it because ostensibly it was to be used for a cemetery. Um, so basically, which what seems to be happening now is that uh, uh, this land was held as an investment. And the reason I ask what you intend to pay for it, and I mean, it's going to be easy enough to find out sooner or later, uh, compare that with the cost of uh, what the Archdiocese paid for the land way back when. Does anybody know when they bought the land? Uh, I be believe it was like 1964. 1964. Okay. Well, man left with it. And it wasn't supposed to be developed for 100 years. That was in his will. I'd like to know how the will got So, so you're talking uh, what 50, 60 years where no taxes were paid. Um, are there any plans to collect retroactive taxes? since the land was held uh, uh, for an investment? R religious entities don't have to pay property tax. Religious entities do not have to pay property tax on the property they own. So to go retroactive, I, I don't think that's possible. No, the answer is no. Yeah. And that's, that's in the, uh, hello? Uh, is yes, that I'm sorry, I'm studying the plan. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, that's in the code? Uh, that's in oh, state tax. That's law. Yeah. They're exempt. They're exempt. The church is exempt okay. from paying real so, estate taxes. So there's no problem. With that's correct. The only tax. time there's no rollback taxes or anything. You might be thinking of of if somebody puts a property in an agricultural security area or uh, subject to one of the state acts that allows you to pay either no or a very small amount of taxes, then when it gets sold, you look back and you pay the, you, you pay the taxes that have been rolled back. This does not apply to a religious, uh, uh, to the church. Good thought, though. about the whole text amendment process. As you know, it seems to be my thing, but um, in 2009, Newtown Township adopted a joint municipal zoning um, comprehensive plan. Actually, it was about uh, nine years ago to the day, pretty close, even signed by our, chair, our chairman, Phil Calabro at the time. And as part of that um, plan, there were different areas of the township designated with different zoning designations, one of them being this particular property here, designated as a conservation management zone. And the reason why was so that the property in the township wasn't overdeveloped, where we had all R2 developments or um, cluster family homes or a village or whatever you want to call them. The point was that that particular property was designated as a conservation management zone. And that joint municipal comprehensive plan is still in existence today, as far as I know, unless it's been rescinded by this board. And I don't believe it has been, right? Correct. It's still in effect. 
And so I have a couple comments just regarding uh, the plan. You can see it online. If you look on the township's website, you'll see the entire plan is available on the website. Uh, starting on page 11, there's nine guiding principles that the township adopted regarding zoning. Uh, page 11 talks about specifically conservation management. And so I want to read something. Yeah, I'll read it. Uh, regarding the conservation management areas, one a couple of sentences within, I'm paraphrasing here. This area shall be reserved for low intensity uses in order to encourage the continuation of farming to provide for groundwater recharge and to provide a balance of land uses throughout the jointure between these areas and the more extensively developed portions of the communi community located near the borough of Newtown and the other development districts of the three townships. So that first you know, sense that this area shall be reserved for low intensity uses. I don't think the town should even entertain this type of you know, process here. I think uh, uh, this text amendment is a recipe for a disaster. This process of going through text amendment process and, and basically I know it's technically not spot zoning because you change the zone to a new zone and it's no longer called spot zoning, but it, you know, it's, it's semantics, it's really spot zoning. And it's gonna lead to you know, additional proposals throughout this town that, are, are, that we, we're not even aware of it, that are gonna come down to the pipeline later on and use this as an example. Hey, you gave them this, let us do it for our part. Uh, Realistic that for, for granted 173 units, that means we're gonna add more population. 
you, you, you can't pigeonhole the township buildings into, you know, reserving that space for emergency access. What if the town needs to grow and add additional buildings to our property? You, you've taken that away from us in this township. I, I think I think that the developers should come back here with a plan and show this township what a plan would look like based on a conservation manage, management zone. So then you would see that probably, you know, ballpark figure, if you take out the road space of, you know, 18, 17.9 acres for road space, um, you take out, you know, 85 homes and based on zoning, you're, you're, you probably, I'm guessing you probably get 50 homes on this property if you follow the current zoning regulations in place. And I'm sure they have a sketch plan available that shows, um, you know, how many homes can fit on a conservation management zone. So I'll wrap, I'll, I'll wrap, I'm sorry, I'll wrap this up. <laughs> but I think you should just, you know, indicate that you're not willing to entertain a text am amendment change of this nature because it's just abusive to the town. Thank you. Hello, my name is Dave Briggs. I live over in Newtown Meadows. Uh, right by I'm gonna be looking out at the top of down in down in the corner. Um, my question I don't think it was done. If there was a traffic study done, because you're looking at 173 homes, most most, have, most homes around here are two 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 car bus, bus homes. So you're looking at additional 350 cars coming out that coming out that development. Okay, what's going to be the impact during 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 rush hours? The traffic on on uh, Durham, Durham Road. Uh, the condition of Durham Road, particularly in that area, is not good at the at the present moment. The township has just done done some patchwork to it. Uh, my other question is: you keep on trying to avoid avoid Bridge Road, which I'm very glad of. But if Ken cannot come back to you and say that there is not enough access and force access out onto Twining Bridge Road, okay? Additional. It's additional 173 homes. How is it going to impact municipal services with having to go, go in and clear, clear, clear the snow, clear everything else out? In here, I don't see any setbacks or any, any relief for where they're going to push the snow. Okay? You've got, you have, All, all these homes are the carriage homes on quarter acre, quarter acre lots, okay, that are 2,500 to 3,500 square feet. That is pre pretty dense, and there's going to be no place to put the snow, and there's no way that the snow plow can be able to push it all the way out. And then what happens to all of that snow and all, and all the uh, chemicals and everything else used to treat the snow, okay? The emergency ser ser services and the response, response times dealing with all of these additional homes. Okay. Um, Philip Tolk has already addressed with the the, the, sewer, the sewer and how much run, additional runoff that will create. Okay, you have all all the roadways in there. You have all the houses. What is the proposed uh, impervious space for each of these different homes? Okay, when our 
when art development was was done, it was limited as far as the amount of impervious space. That if you if we need to put on any type of patio or anything else, we had to get we had to get a variance and get approval from our neighbors in order to have anything done done because we were at we, we had a high limit of impervious space compared to open space. Um, all of this space now is open. There is a lot of deer on on that space. Okay, driving any night along Newtown, uh, along Piney Bridge Road, you typically see 20 to 30, 20 to 30 deer right right in that where all of the estate homes are planned. Okay, right right in here. Okay, I know drive, driving down, I've seen deer all along all along here, and they run across the road here. Okay, is there is there anything to be addressed with that and the additional po possible impact with car, with car, cars running into it? Because they're going to get squeezed someplace. Where are they where are they going to go? Okay, I already have enough plant da plant damage da daily from the deer eating all of my vegetation. Okay. Um, has there been any environmental impact? All of this right now is open space, okay? It's a, car it's, it's a car carbon sink, okay? So all of the exhaust, everything else, that is take that's taken in carbon. You're, lo you're losing that when you're putting everything else and then you're also adding to it and add adding 350 cars. They were talking about the trail and they, you showed the trail here and they talked about continuing it here. Well, right, right here is where you're proposing to go across which is the, the as Don, Don Campbell said, was the uh, horse trail that leads down down and along uh, our Newtown Newtown Meadows. Has there any been, been any consideration of continuing the trail down past in, in order to connect over to Tyler State Park? Okay, right now, once it hits the end of our development, it stops and it goes into the street. Okay. There is no way. There is no way for anybody to get over into Tyler State Park without having to walk along the road. Walk along the road there. Okay. Okay. And with the again, they mentioned about the open space. Who, who's going to take? Who's going to take care of that? Okay. You, right now, you're just showing the trees right, right, right here, right here, and I'm. Guessing that's supposed to be just the existing trees. Has there been any type of plan of plan put in place to add additional add additional trees in that space, add some type of natural vegetation in order to make it something besides an open field of grass that has to be continually moved? Okay, any type of med, like med meadow or something that can help with uh, all all of the um, animals and everything else that you're going to displace and everything else that is currently living on the land. Okay. And that's it. Thank you. Okay. Just uh, real quick, uh, the roadway is going to be public or private? We're proposing it to be private. So the Homeowners Association will have to maintain it, plow it, take care of the snow. That's now, right. now a, a good question is, I mean, 
Do you have designated places for the snow to be put? Oh, we haven't gotten into those details, but obviously we'd be required to have them. Okay. We just thought to design it in accordance with township specifications. Okay. But but the uh, our, our public works department wouldn't have to worry about plowing right. those roadways. Thank you. Yes, sir. Uh, David Napa, I live um, well, there. Um, because I live there, uh, I have a little bit of concern for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, you have a very large drainage basin that is basically servicing the entirety of your um, your development that's going to be planted in essence in my backyard. And I'm curious as to right now that is a um, there's a lot of common area and forest, and then all of a sudden you go back over into what looks like a cornfield uh, at this time. That is going to create basically a wetland uh, type environment. Uh, is there any plans that you guys are going to have in place for the uh, people within that development to take care of insect control, mosquito control, things that are going to develop um, because of that and that are going to come into Devonshire Meadows coming on this side? Um, most of the development is on this side of, of Sentinel Avenue, but there's a good four to five, six houses here that will be directly affected by that. Uh, also, you had said earlier that anything outlined in dark green was going to be preserved. Um, am I correct on that? Yeah, that's what we're estimating at this okay. point based on delineations. And this black line just kind of defined, just kind of uh, skews a little bit. I just wanted to be clear. It also looks as though this line comes around and you're also going to keep all of the existing tree line here between the two properties as is. Yeah. So that would be what what is already there is not going to change. Yes, that's correct. Okay. Um, Dave actually stole my thunder a little bit about the uh, deer. It wasn't much of a thunder, but yeah. Um, we have we have a I mean we have a huge deer population that comes into our, our uh, properties constantly um, and also into this area, you know, you, you drive by and you're finding 20, 25 deer at a time just at a glance if you drive by. Um, the deer are most likely not going to be driven over to here. They're most likely going to be driven down into here since they're already here anyways. Just something to, take, to keep in mind. Um, the other question I, I would have, I don't know if you really would have an answer for this, but an approximation since construction for us uh, living along that back end would be a real issue in terms of living with it. If this were to go through, when do you guys anticipate a construction start date approximately? Are we talking year, two years, three years down the line? Could be anything. Yeah, we really don't know. Okay. I mean, you'd have to go through the zoning process and approvals process. That could take a while. Not a problem. Once it does start, though, I'm sure you guys have a budgeted time frame of how long the construction will be going on. Do you have that? And is that something you assuming can market conditions stay pretty consistent? Probably mm -hmm. two to three years. Two to three years worth of construction time Correct. during that time. Correct. Um, okay, that's really all my concerns uh, in terms of Devonshire Meadows on our side, um, and I am concerned, uh, as what they've said, what's going to stop the uh, the to come back and say, you know what, this isn't enough. You're going to have to drop something back on here or on here which will directly affect us. So I didn't know if you guys had any contingency plans. For well, PANDOT doesn't have the ability to do that. Oh, there you go. Know. Okay. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you. Hi, my name's Earl Slady. I live on 20 Bridge Road. We've been there quite a while. A lot of people here know me. Uh, I live directly across from where the ark used to be. Right where that drainage ditch is, right where all 
the stuff comes down Twenty Bridge Road, across the cornfield, both sides of my property, and when it rains very hard, it's like a moat. Um, probably you're going to correct a lot of that when you do, I assume. Um, my second question, uh, question is, the walkway that you have directly across the street from me, I'm at 105 20 Bridge Road, I mean 104, excuse me. Um, what's the buffer going to be exactly before they're, they're going to start building the houses? I understand they said they're going to build a hill, just like they have beside me, to lock the... Uh, yeah, about 100 feet vegetative burn, so width. Okay. Right. Okay. I, I think he was looking for width, wasn't he? I was looking up, 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 up across the top to keep the noise and all that stuff. Well, if you look beside my house, when they built Sunnyfield Stables, they have one. And that did a pretty good job. I'm, I'm hoping that you guys... You can look at this something similar. Uh, number two, for the people on the board, what's the township ordinance of dynamite? Dynamite? I'm sorry? Yeah, dynamite. Dynamite. When they built the houses beside us, somebody told me there was a certain amount of footage before around the residents, all the residents' property, they had to be away from before they could dynamite the ground to dig it up. You guys proposing to blast? I, I, I don't. They're generally not blasting when you're building houses. Well, they did next door. They did in town Maybe ask the have, have you looked at the hydrogeology? Uh, I, I doubt <laughs> we'll be blasting here, but the township is a blasting ordinance, we'd have to follow whatever's right. there. I, well the problem was too our really house had cracks all through and there was nothing we could do about it until about eight months later the other people started saying, Hey yeah, that happened to us. Yeah, there's ways to protect like surrounding properties. If there's blasting required, there's ways to protect surrounding properties. Developer can post it in escrow. You can take a, get an inventory done before the blasting and after the blasting and compare them. And there's, there's ways to handle that. And there, there's ordinances in effect. And I tell concur my fellow residents, our house is a, a railroad for the deer. Mm -hmm. Go back and forth and forth and all the way to the back. So. I don't know what you're going to do about that. I doubt that. All right. Well, I appreciate your time. Thank you. Hi. I live on Twining Bridge Road. I'm fairly new to the area. We're just going on three years. Um, and when I was looking for a house here with my family, I have two young children. And we did a lot of searching and looked a lot of different places. And when we found our home, Part of what attracted us to it was the fact that the land across the street was not developed. And I was told when I purchased my home that it was owned by the church and that it was under restriction from development, specifically residential development. And so I purchased my property relying on that understanding that there wouldn't be development across the street from my home. And it's my understanding that there are other residents that live on Twining Ridge Road that had the same understanding. So 
My question, I'm a lawyer, but not a property lawyer, is whether or not there's a restrictive covenant or negative easement on the deed for the property that restricts this development, and whether or not we have standing and rights through the court system to prevent this from happening. I also looked into the Newtown Area Joint Comprehensive Development Plan, like a gentleman that spoke earlier, and when I read through that, it was like this assessment had already been considered in the past. I know it was a few years back now, but the considerations were for Newtown, its capacity to support additional residential development, and there were identified benefits of being part and members of this community that were protected under that plan. The goal to promote smart growth, protect natural resources, preserve open space, and to protect agriculture. And when you look at the plot for Newtown, this was an area designated for conservation management and part of it for public purpose. And to now all of a sudden have all of that go away just because Toll Brothers is here and looking to put more homes in, I don't see how we can entertain that given the assessment that's already been made. Aside from that, the safety is a concern for me, not just for myself, because everyone knows that traffic on 413 is certainly going to be congested. 170 plus homes times probably two, that's the vehicles probably per residence. You know people will look for shortcuts, and my road is that shortcut, and I have two children, and that's not okay for me. I also want to know that if this is approved, what about the people who will be living in that development? There's one way in and one way out, and with the world that we live in right now, I just don't see how that ever is going to fly. How do those people get out if there's something going on in there? That's just one way out. I just don't see this staying as is. From a practical standpoint, when I look at this, I can see, all right, we'll get approval on this, and then there will be changes, and I have a feeling that road development will be another one of those changes. So I'd like to, let's be a little bit real here. I don't foresee this being the final. I'd also like to point out that the Newtown Patch did post on Facebook about this development. I just saw it for the first time today on my way over here, and the responsive comments were overwhelmingly negative, not just from people who live in the areas immediately impacted, but by the community as a whole. The schooling is a major concern from what I'm seeing. There are parents posting about concerns of their children already having been shuffled from one school to the next because of the population and where the students are allocated and broken up as the school system is situated. So that is another concern. So the members of our community are concerned about that, not just the people who might be affected directly in the vicinity adjacent to where this development is happening. So I am not for it. I am for part of the reason we chose to move here and buy the property we did was because of the beauty of this area, and bit by bit that's being eroded for money, and I am against it. Hello, my name is Jackie Kazar, and I live on 20 Bridge Road. You've heard from my husband already. I do want to mention that the acoustics here are terrible, and if you're sitting in the back row, it's very hard to hear any of you. 
that's just a side note. Um, I live right where all the flooding occurs um, on Twining Bridge Road. And I guess one of my questions is, as far as a dedicated open space, if this does go through, are you, what are you going to do about the flooding that happens there? The, if you go down my road now, you, you'll see that there's corn growing on both sides of the road. And much of that was cut down. But the, the seed corn washed across the road in one of the floods and planted itself on my side of the road. So, and you go down there and there's constantly mud on our road. And there should be a detention base, there should be a detention base in there now. We're downhill from that. So I want to know exactly what's going to protect all of us that's on the downhill side of this property. And that's almost all of Twining Bridge Road, if you look. Now, I've lived in other areas, and I know that sometimes engineers do ridiculous things. And they'll put detention basins at the top of the hill. Well, that's just not going to happen here. You can't do that. You have to protect the people on our street. Um, when we bought our house, when we had our house built 27 years ago, we had, we were in a conservation management district, which meant one house per three acres. Now, I don't know how this is happening. I know that all of a sudden somebody comes in and says, oh, don't worry about it. We're going to put a variance on, and we're going to put up 173 houses. We were so severely restricted because of impervious surface, because of the zoning, and now that just happens to go away. And then when you put up impervious, more, all that impervious surface, look at that. Look at that map. That's a lot of water coming down our way. And I think that you should really, really think about this. Um, another thing. I'm a big proponent of kids going outside and playing and walking. It would sure be nice if this goes through in any form and there's a walking path from there to the schools. There's two schools over there. It would be really great if those kids could get outside in the sunshine and walk to the school. Um, another thing, um, whichever way that, that entrance and exit comes out of that development is gonna be a problem. On 413, there's a lot of traffic. You come up off of 20 Bridge Road, you try to try to make a left-hand side going north on 413, it's impossible. It's very difficult. Try it. Go drive on my road and see. You come down the other way on, on, um, onto Swamp, good luck trying to make a left-hand turn on there. Between the trucks and that, that hill that comes up over the road, you can't see anything. When my kids were learning how to drive, I, I told them they were not allowed to go into swamp from our road because that's a, there's always accidents happening. Um, one thing about blasting, um, I know our house is built on solid bedrock. You dig down, I'm a gardener, you get, dig down a foot and a half and you're going to hit rock. And when they built my house, they, they didn't blast, but they did use a, um, what's it called? Some kind of big machine, and they broke the teeth off the machine, and, the, and our house had to be actually higher than it was planned to be. So don't think that that won't happen, because they are going to blast there, because we're all, well, there's no, that's why we don't have sewers 
where we are because of all the bedrock. Oh, and one last thing. The shooting range. That thing is pretty darn loud. And I live, let me show you where I live. I don't know how to work this. Bring it down. Bring it down. There you go. Okay, I'm right here. Now the shooting range is what all the way over here. It sounds like there's shots right in my backyard, and I've often thought that there's hunters in my woods shooting, and I've even called the police about it, thinking that there's police, uh, there's there's hunters in the in the night, and I heard them late at night too at shooting night? that on that shooting range. So now, I don't know if you, that's going to be an advertisement for toll. If you're going to tell the people that are living in those houses right there, I can't work this thing, right there, <laughs> that there's going to be all kinds of shooting into the night. Is that a question? She's asking you a question. Oh, I'm sorry, is that a question? No, I mean, I, I can't imagine. We already talked about the shooting range and exploring options on what to do. We understand. I don't imagine that it's going to be there for sure. Oh, we would have to disclose. Trust if me, people ask about it. No, we would have to disclose. So you're going to say in your brochure, you're going to be right next to the shooting range. For that lot. For those lots. For where I am, and, and that all that property is between me and them, and it's loud. And I'm not complaining. The police have to practice and do that kind of stuff. But I just wanted to know it's very loud. Okay? Thank you. Thank you. Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Kevin Oliver, and <clears throat> excuse me, I live in uh, uh, Newtown Meadows. And I just have a couple of questions. I share a lot of the concerns everybody's had here tonight, um, especially the drainage. And um, are, is there water basins in this plan? I didn't, I didn't see them. Or maybe there. We have conceptual locations. Obviously, nothing's been engineered. They're just placed in low points, which is that's where you would put the stormwater basins as the water would be coming and collected throughout the development, and then it would come down. It all runs along the street corridor. That's where all the water. Because your your description on uh, preventing the floods with with the vegetation, I mean that takes years. I mean that, that doesn't happen. That, was, that, <clears> that doesn't just, happen in a, in, a, in a year or two. I mean I, in Newtown Meadows, it took us. That was with respect to some of the water runoff that they were talking about on the yeah. 21 acre. The overall plan would be required to comply with the townships and state stormwater regulations, mm -hmm. which would require some type of infiltration or volume reduction that would occur across the property. So there's a whole engineering analysis that would have to go into play when you get into full land development. We're obviously not there at this point. So whatever impervious is added to the property, it would have to be controlled and the overall water would be decreased. And the way they make you do the calculations is they assume that the property is undeveloped in terms of calculating rates of runoff. So it, it's actually, they're very conservative estimates when you apply it into the property. So it's something that we would have to do if we got there, and then the township would review it, and the state would review it. Can okay, I ask you another question about power? Um, in the last uh, oh, 10 years, it seems like we lose power a lot in Newtown. Has PICO done any kind of studies or anything, any kind of uh, 
energy evaluation of what this would do? We haven't, we haven't talked to PICO yet at this point. When do they come into play? Is that after this is approved? Well, no, we would, well, during the land development process, after zoning's been put in place, you would contact PICO and ask them for what we call an initial will serve letter. Mm -hmm. They would look at it and say, yes, we can provide you service. Then we put designs in. Everything here would be underground on this project. And then we would connect. So PICO would then be the one who would be looking at supply and demand for the overall development. So I don't know what their overall network has or doesn't have. Does the board they wouldn't, know? They wouldn't tell us. Does the board know? Are they maxed out in Newtown, or is there any any equation to support the fact that we lose power so often anymore in Newtown? I have no idea. Just, just that may be a function of your infrastructure. I don't know if your utilities are buried or if they're overhead. That could have something to do. With so we don't know if this is transformer. If one transformer, transformer is in, or car crashes into it, or lightning strikes, or what have you. That could affect only a certain number of houses. It varies, but you know, that's, that's an issue that is strictly under the uh, jurisdiction of PICO. Knob Hill, Knob Hill, Devonshire, and, and I'm, I'm sure Newtown Meadows uh, has a lot of outages. Um, I share that with you. Uh, I know that um, State Rep uh, San Macero and then State Rep Warren have been uh, talking to PennDOT or talking to PICO about you know, what we can do to improve our infrastructure. So would this development, I guess, be factored into? Or is this I would hope it'd be state-of-the-art, better than ours. Yeah, and, oh, yeah. and PICO wouldn't share that information with us. Most of that's under the Homeland Security Act. They wouldn't tell us what their, you know, internal infrastructure is for supplying this development. So we would never know. We would just give the design for the internal network, and then they would connect. Okay, thank you. Would it be possible that PICO would uh, have this development share uh, energy generation with another? Would it be possible that PICO would have this uh, development share generation with another development that's close by? I mean, for instance, in, in Newtown Grant, our, our generation comes all the way down from Washington Crossing Road. And sometimes uh, one side of Newtown Grant is out of electricity, the other side, they're, they're fine. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just wondering if there's a shared aspect here. Generally, when we get into these developments, they try to loop everything. So if one end goes, the other still gets it. But I don't, I don't know what they would do here. Okay. No idea. Yeah, thanks. Yes, sir. Mike Ewald. I'm at 76 Twining Bridge. I am the most affected by this development of anybody in this room. I have the longest run of property adjoining this property. I can't make the pointer work. So I think what the question I have is, since I'm right here, and my other neighbor is right in front of me, I go behind him, why is all the open space there and not spread evenly? It seems like we're getting punished and somebody won the lottery up here. And I'm sure I'm aggravating some people up there, but it's an honest opinion. Mm -hmm. We have that flooding up there off of 413 that Scott was talking about, where it runs in front of their homes. My wife takes that road. You can't keep her car clean this summer with all the mud. I think if you did some development up there and some drainage, 
that would eliminate it running down in the clotting bridge into their basins. It just seems totally unfair the way the open space is divided. It's an opinion, you know. Sure. And I'm sure in this room, there's two people in here right now that want it, him and him, and nobody else. think you got some direction in, right. in what the uh, residents want you or do not want you to do. Right. Um, so I, I guess uh, you have to go back to the drawing board to see how you can um, come to some conclusion. I know you can't make everyone happy, but let's try to make at least 90% of them happy. See what we can do. Uh, not, not to throw out the other 10%. I want everybody to be happy. But I mean, this is a situation where you've gotten feedback on traffic, runoff, uh, open space, deer. Uh, deer, the amount of homes. Uh, so, so there's a lot of things to take into consideration. I'm sorry, somebody said something? I 
High density. High density. Yeah. Well, amount of films. All right. Oh, hold on. Now. Hold on. Well, that's what has to be looked. We'll look into that. The deed has to be uh, looked into. We'll look into that. Yeah. We'll look into that, and so and so will the developer because the developers got a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The developers can get around yeah. that stuff. The township is the one that's going to have to nail them to the wall because the developer has ways to work around these things. All right, and you all know. We know. We know, know there's an allegation. Road, what's happening down there? That was all school property. What is it now? Whole town too. When we bought property for our house, we didn't want to buy three acres, but we had to because it was conservation management. And it cost us a lot of money. Uh, at the time, it was uh, um, money we really didn't have, but we played by the rules. We didn't have the attorneys uh, that Toll Brothers has. We didn't have the clout. And uh, as such, um, we went according to the zoning. And uh, conservation management is three acres per house. And um, that was my understanding. So thank you. Thank you. have to make a confession. <laughs> <laughs> Delaware County, Newtown. 
This is the Newtown Bucks camp. Yeah, I'm being, I'm being wise. Yeah, this is the board. Rarely, but four, four of the five members of the board are supervisors. Yeah, and, and actually, Phil, your chairman's been here the longest, so if you've seen the board in the last... Too, too long. Yeah, <laughs> double, double digit years there. That's okay, I, I'm just... So the real meetings are with the zoning. They're the real meetings. No, no. No. It's not correct. It's an exception. It's not correct. It's an exception. These guys get lawyers in this room. These guys get lawyers in this you guys underestimate us. <laughs> You're a lawyer too? I'm, no, no, no. no. <laughs> okay, thank you. You're so, well. are we going to get, is anybody going to get together and let us know when things are happening? Because this is preliminary stuff. You have uh, something else to say, sir? Yeah, uh, my, my friend here brought up the Catholic Church and getting that. I'm a good Catholic or not a good Catholic. I wasn't a good Catholic. No one has to admit their religion. Wait, okay. <laughs> but, if you want to see what the Catholic Church is doing, and all of them both do, look at Don Quinella. That's all you got to do is go look up Don Quinella. It's up by where Carnahow High School is on Springfield Road and across the street from a cemetery. That was deeded for, for kids that had uh, problems of different types. And it was, then that's how that land was deeded. Guess what's going in there now? Office buildings, apartments. So, call it, the Archdiocese ain't going to get us anywhere. You guys, have got to be, got our back. Yeah. Okay, anyone else? Real quick. Sure, no, go right ahead. One final driving home point is that this, this plan goes absolutely nowhere unless the Board of Supervisors, this board right here, approves the, the text amendment zone change. If they reject that change, this plan is dead in the water. It's completely on the Board of Supervisors right now to you know, at some point in time, if this goes forward, if the developer comes forward with public hearings for this text amendment zone change, it'll be up to the supervisors to approve or reject that change. So if you want to call or contact somebody, it's the Board of Supervisors that you have to let know that you don't want this change to happen when it gets proposed. Sorry. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> One more time. Anyone else? Where did, just come on up. Say something. Okay. So uh, Toll Brothers has direction. We we take everything into account of what you said, and um, we're going to do the best to protect the township, protect the uh, residents, and protect that piece of property. So I appreciate you all coming, and and, and there will be notifications of other mm -hmm. meetings. So we're not going to sneak anything else or anything, uh, no backdoor dealings here. So, uh, thank you all for coming, and I guess uh, this part of the meeting is over. Thank you. If you want to stay for the rest of the meeting, you can. But, uh,